This is Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth. And welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it. Discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's two friends just having a good time. So kick back and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase. I'm Seth. And welcome to the show. All right. Hey, uh, Chase, and I heard you uh, had a little good time last weekend there, you know. So I, I did. Popping some beers. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Uh, I went down to Cuppers Cove, Texas, which isn't too far from, from Waco, and went to Camp Kaler Beer and Wine Garden. And we saw – it was me and John Hawthorne – and we got together and we saw Austin Buff- Buffington and his band play. And it was, it was pretty awesome. It yeah, was pretty awesome. Man. It's, been, it's been a while since I've seen Buffington, man. Dude, he's a, yeah. he's, he's a fun guy. I heard uh, was yeah, it Darko. He is. I think I saw yeah. on the, in the pictures that Darko was playing bass. Yes. Yep. Uh, Francesca Darko is, yeah. is, their, is their bass player. And – Buffington is the lead singer and guitarist, and uh, you know they were they were killing it, man. They were killing it. Really, it was it was a lot of fun. But what what was crazy about the the place when I, because I've passed by there so many times, right? Like right. the the Camp Kaler, and every time I was like, "What is that place?" <laughs> because it literally looks like a hippie campgrounds you know what i mean like they got like a shed in the back and that which is the bar area and they got lights i mean going through the trees and they got a stage and like i mean it's it's very well set up but it just i was without knowing what it is it it doesn't look like anything but that's what's so great about it right it just kind of looks like i don't know if you guys if you ever did this in the fall like where you guys have field parties in the cornfields? Was it kind of like that? You know, where you bring all your yes. trucks in? And you yeah. like, it's, like a, it's, a, it's like another giant tailgate that you just have in someone's, like, field where they just brought in corn, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. It was it was awesome because literally that's exactly how, like, parking was set up. So you came in and you kind of parked off to the right-hand side of everything. But, I mean, these guys – they got to set up out there. You know what I mean? They got cornhole. They got a volleyball net. They got bocce ball. Uh, they got games on the inside. Like, literally, you can go inside to where the bar area is. And they have tables set up. And you can you can borrow, like, board games. They got chess, life. They got cards against immunity. Whatever you want to play, like, they probably have it and you can, you know, like rent it, rent, rent out the games to like, you know, with your ID or whatever. And it, it doesn't cost anything extra. The place was like truly like amazing. Um, and it's all, what's great about it. It's all veteran uh, owned. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now I know the, you mentioned some of the games though. Did they have giant Jenga and cornhole, you know, 
<laughs> yes, they did. They did have giant Jenga. <laughs> and and off to the side in a little in its own little beat up corner, they had tetherball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's a party, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, we played. <laughs> Did, all right, did you get someone real good in the face with the ball? You know, that's the best part about tetherball, you know, whacking it so hard someone gets hit in the face. No, nobody got hit in the face, but we did, we did, we were like giant children out there once we found out they had tetherball. <laughs> because what's great about it is, is John's like six two, six three, so <laughs> perfect. He was just smacking the ball as hard as he could, and it was great. It was a good time. No, but those guys um, out there, like you said, you know, it's it is veteran based or veteran owned, and so, you know, one was a marine, then the owner's wife was an engineer, I believe. Okay. And then, and then another guy was actually in the army, and you know, uh, I don't remember exactly what he did, but. You know, it, they're all very like very cool people, very cool people, and they even they even have it to where they're uh, where they make their own wine. Oh, dude, nothing's better than homemade wine. I tell you yeah. what, that stuff will so, knock you out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously they get it like from a vineyard or whatever, but you know, it was it was actually you know pretty good. So that you know, really, you know, I definitely want to go back there again, which in the 31st of October, Camp Kaler is going to be hosting a, um, a costume party. Oh, okay. And oh, I say costume party, but really it's like a costume contest. Okay. party. <laughs> and, they're going to have a bunch of bands out there come out there and play. And then, you know, Austin's band is going to play out there as well. So it's going to be, it's going to be a really good time. Uh, uh, awesome. I, I, I can't, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I wish I, I, I'm, I almost want to fly down to Texas to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it'd be worth it. It's 100% worth it. So, but yeah, it was fun because, uh, you know, being in the Cove area and with Buffington still being in the army, I got to see, you know, some people that I used to be in the unit with. So that was, you know, that was a good time. Uh, did you, you end up running in with uh, Jones? <laughs> or no, I, I didn't. I didn't see Jones. I did. I did invite him to come out, but he wasn't able to make it. Right. Uh, but I did run into to Sergeant Dunbar. Oh. So that, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, how would that go? Uh, it was good. It was yeah. good. It was good. It was good to see everybody. It was good to yeah. see everybody. So, you know, I I'm excited for them. You know, they're doing they're doing really good things out there. That's awesome. And, yeah, you know they they're getting it together, and you know the people out there at Camp Kaler, they're like super super organized. You know, and that's that's the beautiful thing about it. It's because and I think a lot of people agree to this. You know, some of the best bars that they've ever been to were hole in wall bars. Oh yeah, 
Well, it's like I think part of it is is like you gotta get in, get to know everyone there. You like you get to know the bar. Right. It's like right. I don't know, whenever you go to your hometown bar, it's almost like a yeah. high school reunion where you get to see everybody. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, for like, sure. Cody, I haven't seen you since you know like ten years. You know? I haven't seen you since you chucked that football over the mountains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's like I said, that's what's like beautiful about their place out there is it's so simple, it's and it's so elegant, but it's so well put together, and you really feel like you belong there. So it was, it was a really good time. It was a really good time. Yeah. All right, man. Well, dude, it's looking like uh, we're heading up onto that break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Now, Chase, I remember you mentioning on the 31st there was a costume contest. Now, that's yes. kind of reminded me when I'm, I'm around here and we go out to the bars, and they have their all kind of caught. You show up in your costumes and stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, now, is it, is it one of those things where you just kind of – dress up and and go out and you know drink or do some of these bars actually host you know contests where you can win for best costume now usually it's like if i go to scoreboards up there on bridgetown uh great place great bar um they kind of have their costume thing down it's almost a contest you know but everyone's a good sport okay. but you know okay. how it is. No, like everyone kind of chooses their costume last minute. No, no one really like proclaims. It's always the last day. It's like, oh crap, there's a costume contest. I'll be right there. <laughs> oh man, I forgot. <laughs> AKA, it happens every year. Like, how yeah, could you like, forget? One <laughs> of those like little sticky things that says, "Hello, my name is." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is Zombie. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> At least that's the way I am, you know. I'm I'm always kind of I'm so last minute with that stuff. I never think that stuff through. Do you always like end up having like the same variant of the of the costume? No. What I what I what I've sometimes have done and kind of yes to your question. <laughs> I, you know, I uh, I you what I used to do is I kept like i don't almost say it's like a novelty bin of just like random kind of gag things. Like I used to have like a, a random like caveman club, like from past costumes when I was a kid. <laughs> I ended up throwing all that out, but you know, that's what I used to do. I'd be like, oh, there's an old tie I used to wear. Let me see if I can fit that in. <laughs> oh, that sounds like my that sounds like my wife. She has like a whole dresser drawer full of costumes for her dog. She has a little shih tzu. And oh. yeah, I think uh, I think last year he was Superman. He even had the little glasses. <laughs> How'd you get those to stay on, man? Like... <laughs> <laughs> they have like they have like a little band that goes oh. around the back. But yeah, no, he was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he was not having it. <laughs> um, and then I think for our wedding, we got him to run around probably for about. Mm, two minutes but we got him to do it uh a little tuxedo so it like velcroed velcroed around the back of the neck and in the front it looked like a a tuxedo that's a classy (laughs) dog right there no matter how you slice it you know yeah 
<laughs> He's the type of dog that gets his drinks shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. but yeah, I pound right there. <laughs> no, it does, and you know, talking about you going out to those bars or whatever, it does remind me when I when I used to live in Georgia and we go down to Savannah. Uh, now I don't. Have you ever been to Georgia? Uh, I can't say I have. Okay, so if you ever get a chance to go down to 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 Georgia in Savannah, it's really awesome, especially like on Halloween, uh, because every, literally everyone dresses up, and it is literally like Sixth Street in Austin, like it's the same setup where you can bar hop, you know, around all the time. You know what I mean? Literally, you can go from bar to bar to bar to bar. And then when you are too drunk to drive or whatever, you just get a hotel room that's literally in the same area. <laughs> so you literally drive down there, park your vehicle for the night, and be, you know, good to go, like, for the whole evening. So that was a lot of fun. We used to do that a lot. Um, but I remember – what I what I love about Halloween because like truly Halloween's like one of my favorite holidays, and I think it's just because of the nostalgia of it. How we used to um, go and you know not even not necessarily trick or treating because like really nobody like does trick or treating anymore, right? Like, well, know. I like hand out candy myself. Like, we'll get a bonfire going in the driveway, right? And right. that's my favorite thing. I'd be like, hand out candy to some kids and just crack open a beer. Yeah, so do you do you try to do that every year where you are, you know, like doing the fire and handing out candy? Uh, yeah, I try to do that. Like, because, you know, usually Halloween comes on like some mostly on like a weekday. It's never on a weekend. So it's like they, years it's on a weekday. I hand out candy and then usually like you go bar hopping like. They have a costume party like on that Friday or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know we what we would do what we like to do is and you know we did we do this pretty consistently is we will go and we will pick we will go to the pumpkin patch and we'll pick out our favorite pumpkins. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, and we will like go home that that evening and we'll like get a table out and we'll carve them and stuff like that. So. Oh yeah. We- uh, I kind of do the same thing with my sister, but I make it a competition. You know, do you? <laughs> and like, I'm, yeah. I'm like there, like Michelangelo, trying to get like the perfect <laughs> triangle eyes because I always do the most generic pumpkin ever. <laughs> <laughs> the same pumpkin, the same costume. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, man, that's good. No, yeah. And, you know, so when I when I go to like pick my pumpkin or whatever, I I try to, I usually, I kind of like nerd out a little bit when it comes to that. Right. I just I just love it. I just love going and picking a pumpkin and know that I'm gonna go home and carve it. It's like one of my all time favorite things to do. So I will like plan ahead on like what I want to do for my pumpkin, and then that's how I kind of like pick my pumpkin. It's based off of like what I want to do, like the shape of it or how tall it needs to be or how wide it needs to be. Oh, so you get real intricate with it. So you're like, you already pick out your stencil. Like, you know how you're going to do it. You could probably got like the, the 32 piece pumpkin carving set. 
<laughs> with a George I Coleman do. knife or something. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about it though is is I'm still not any good at carving pumpkins. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you probably go, like, on Facebook or something. You're like, oh, that's a hell of a punk. That's like the face of like Robin Williams. I could totally do that. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> too, too easy. <laughs> too easy. Yeah. We go hard when it comes to carving pumpkins. We go hard. Yeah, and then, and then it ends up being ends up being two triangle eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Bold for the mouth. <laughs> Cut jagged because I can't cut perfect circle. My sister does that every year. It cracks me up. She'll do like a perfect circle up top, forgets like leave room for the lips. So when she puts the thing down, it just falls right onto the candle. (laughs) You're like, get it together. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. And I think have you. Have you ever been on a on a hayride? Oh yeah, yeah, those things are. Yeah, yeah, I like we like to do that. We like to do that too. We'll go, we'll go and and you know usually we try to find a place that kind of has everything like the corn maze and the hayrides and the pumpkin patch, and you know you go in and you you know pay like five bucks a car or whatever, right. And you know you go and it's got like booth set up. I mean it's it's a it's a really it's a really good time. Like we 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 have a good time doing it yeah. every year. But as far as traditions, I I feel like fall traditions. That's probably the only two we have is going and doing a pumpkin and doing at least one hayride. And usually, like, usually it's done, you know, on the same day or whatever. But sometimes we try to, like, split it up. Now, I I got something interesting because we kind of have this fall tradition. It's always my mom's birthday present because her, her birthday okay. is in the fall, like, right before okay. Halloween. So every year she wants to go to, like, the Weber's Pumpkin Festival. And it's just, oh. you know, like you were saying, giant, like, bunch of booths of, you know, bunch of craft stuff and you know, local businesses will come and try to sell their wares and like all these food trucks and they'll have a band. Uh, dude, one year, I swear, it was like the craziest pumpkin carving I ever said. I didn't even think pumpkins could get this big. Yeah. But they had the, the local car dealership, I guess, got this pumpkin carver, whatever, like legit guy. Okay, like a professional. Like, like I, I don't know how, man. It's just like these giant pumpkins were there. They're like, but they, it made they looked like a giant person, honestly, made out of pumpkins. You know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy. But yeah, dude, yeah, she loves doing that every year, and I was like, that's kind of a, a kind of a special thing we do. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I you know, and I think I think it's important to like establish traditions, and especially good ones like that. You know, something that you can like take into your adulthood and, and then pass on to your kids or you know, to your nephews or nieces or whatever. So yeah, that's, that's, that's legit, man. Yeah. All right, guys, well, we're going to take a break and we'll be back after this. And we're back guys. Now we're to that point of the show where we got to get to the beard root beard of the issue here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So this week I want to talk about shaving techniques. Now, for the most part, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, you apply firm pressure and you go, you know, with the grain and you don't go against the grain. And there, you know, there's debates on that too. You know, some people say, hey, start with going against the grain and then you go with the grain because it raises the hairs up and then you can, that's what actually causes you to, you know, cut the hairs. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you are doing a clean shaven look, you know, and that's what you, that's what you want to go with. I would definitely say start from top to bottom, obviously. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But go go down, and I I never like went against the grain. Really, I feel like yeah, I feel like that's what because I have really sensitive skin. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. And so I never went against the grain, and I always use products you know with aloe in it and stuff like that. But regardless, regardless of whether or not you're a fan of against the grain or with the grain. One technique that I really feel that people should at least try is going sideways when you get to your neckline. You know, I remember you telling me that. I tried it out. Worked like a champ. Because, like, I always get, cause I always try to do, like, super, like, get that perfect line on the neck with the beard. I always end up picking right. that up. Like, even that, just doing going to the side was even, right. like, got a real nice line going that way. Yeah, because you got to think and see, and the reason why I like going to the side like that is because you got to think when you are going with the grain or especially, in my opinion, against the grain, if your razor isn't exactly where it needs to be as far as the edge, it's going to pull hair and it's going to break hair, right? And when those hairs break, that's when they can get embedded into the skin because you're not you're not pulling like you're not cutting it you're just like breaking it off so there's a there's a piece of the hair that's stuck embedded in the, underneath your skin and that's what causes you know an ingrown hair okay so all you're going to do is you're going to pull your your neck you know skin tight as you can get it right and you're just going to come down even pressure at a sideways angle right and then when you get to the other side of your neck, you're going to repeat the process. So oh, that seems solid. And that's like, cause I, I know that that's always, I feel like that's everyone's kind of like dilemma when they're growing a beard is how to keep it yeah. looking fresh. And then that way, like, right. keeping those little hairs on your neck, getting them back in line or like even on your cheeks, you know, trying to get good lines on your cheeks, you know, so yeah. you know, like, you know, uh, and I'm glad you honestly. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up with the cheeks because it it kind of goes back to a few episodes ago when we were talking about face shapes, right? Right. This kind of this kind of goes like picking your line kind of goes along with that. So because of the shape of my face and the length of the beard that I want to have, you know, I let my line on my face it's it's much higher than the average person would have it right and that's because what happens is when you have a higher 
line, especially when, it, it, as a reference point, you could almost say like closer to your cheekbones, right? If you allow your line to be closer to your cheekbones, that allows you to have a longer, fuller beard. And then you can shape your beard. You know, you kind of have like a new reference point. If you have your line real low, I, I feel like that's great if you want to have a short beard. Kind of like what you have going on, right? Oh, yeah. You, you, you decided to keep your beard short, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? You know, you have to, it goes back to what we've always been saying, be you, be your original person, you know, and, you know, pick what's good for you and and try to be as stylish as possible. Right. So, you know, when you do that, you know, and you have that shorter line, then that allows you to have a shorter, like close cut beard and it looks really good together. Yeah. And I think if you're going to have like a longer beard, I feel like you should allow your line to be a little higher. And then that kind of elongates your face a little bit. I always kind of think a good example of any of that is kind of like Grizzly Adams versus Sean Connery. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know Sean Connery yeah. kind of keeps it a little tight, but, you know, it's always a good looking beard. <laughs> yeah, it's always like so clean cut and it's and it's great, you know. And then Grizzly Adams is Grizzly Adams. <laughs> it, it like, it's Grizzly Adams. They don't call you know, clean cut Adams. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty. Thank you.